Welcome to the Pushing Through Podcast. I am Tay Frazier, joined by BJ Armstrong, and this is the inaugural, the first of all time, the first of its own, a pop-up podcast pop with up. the JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real good. You were very excited when we brought up the idea of a pop-up podcast. That is genius to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just we, popping up on people with yeah. a podcast. We don't know if we'll take it that far, but we're happy to be here. We're in your space. We just had the New York Times here uh, mm-hmm. doing a nice little interview with you, and, and we're talking about not just JaVale McGee, the basketball player, but JaVale McGee, the person. And BJ informed me of this a little bit earlier, that JaVale McGee has an alternate reality or, or a different identity, whatever you want to call it, an alias of sorts. Yes, he does. And that alias is Pierre. Indeed. So can we, we want to talk to Pierre today also. At some point. <laughs> oh, for sure. Let's start off Pierre. with Pierre first. Is, can you, can you, do you have uh, the bleep noise? No, we Pierre? got no. You can <laughs> say what Pierre can say whatever Pierre <laughs> okay, needs to say. This okay, is uh, okay, this okay. is grown folk music, as they like to uh, say. For sure. Yeah, whatever you need, whatever okay. you need. So what's it like uh, being in that world as well? Because we got the basketball world, we understand that. Being in the music world, what's that been like for you? Uh, I mean, it's been good. Obviously, I can't do everything that the music people do because um, I play basketball, and that's what pays my bills. <laughs> <laughs> that plays a role. <laughs> um, but, I mean, everything comes in, like, just uh, little increments. I can I can be in the studio. I can't be in there till 6 in the morning because I got practice in the morning and stuff like that. But I make it work. I, I try to allot my time and make sure that I – I, I get what needs to be done, done. And that's obviously, you know, the Lakers. And we just want to point out, if the Lakers are listening, you're working hard. You're, you're working hard. He's in the gym right now. Yeah. We're, we're podcasting close to the gym. Videos. <laughs> this man is, I, you know, every time I see him, he's working out. Yeah. Post game, after game, pre game, and that's uh, he's always had that work ethic though. He's always. And where did that come from? Where did that mentality come from? To uh, always work hard. I mean, because like you said, you got basketball to worry about. So a lot of people when they get done with basketball, they're like, I just want to chill on the couch and watch Netflix. Yeah, not nah. make music for Justin Bieber. I get. I don't know, man. I get. I get really like you know how people say they get anxiety and stuff like yes. that. I get anxiety from doing nothing. I get so much anxiety <laughs> from doing nothing. I think it's like my ADHD, but like I have to be doing something. So if I'm not like if I'm not if I'm out if I'm not reading a book if I'm not making a beat if I'm not I like to play video games if I'm not, I have to do something I can't just chill and just I get a Netflix and chill day every once in a while yeah but I'm not I just I don't know it's just my anxiety and there's some good anxiety I guess yeah well usually with the anxiety they tell you right you're supposed to exercise yeah, do something exactly. like go outside be active move your body around mm-hmm. so if you're activating your brain making exactly. music doing whatever yeah. doing the right thing no JaVale you know today is a, is a very special day we want to make sure we we thank you here at the Pushing Through Podcast. Congratulations on working with Justin Bieber. You have a lot of interests, right? This is a huge accomplishment. I know you're humble about it. You're not saying yeah, you don't want to tell about, anybody. You don't want to tell anything about. You produced a song for one of the biggest artists in the world. Co-produced and co-wrote. Co-produced and co-wrote. Let's make sure we get everything. Yeah, let's get the facts let's right. Let's get the facts right. <laughs> Tell us, JaVale, how this came about. Tell us about the song. I didn't even know you knew Justin Bieber, but how does this happen? How does a kid from Flint, Michigan. That's right. Shout out Flint. An NBA basketball player co-produce, co-write a song for Justin Bieber. Um, so personally, I've been producing and, and writing songs for years. I can't say I've been successful at it, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been doing it. And uh, it's sort of like a testament of time and where like, you keep working on something, you eventually get better and better. And I feel like I got better at re- building relationships rather than 
better at producing. I got to a certain plateau of being a, a good producer, but I'm like, how do I get these beats to people? How do I get it to the people? And then I figured out it's building relationships. So I have a great relationship with, uh, as like, it's my friend, um, Pooh Bear, mm-hmm. who's right. like Justin Bieber's, he's been his songwriter for years. So the way that this track came about is, uh, I called uh, me and Pooh Bear, we were in the studio and I was just playing, going through some sounds and he was like, listen, I'm gonna write to something. So I'm going through some sounds and he's like, pick that one. And it was the, the beginning of Available, it goes, dun, 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 that's all I had. I had that and he was like, loop that. So we looped it, put it on the computer. What does that mean, loop that? To all so, of our viewers, what does that so mean? So the, the sound was just, dun, 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 and it was like four bars. So to loop it, you gotta make it to the 16 bars, however long the song is. Mm-hmm. So he looped it as long as he could, and then we just started writing to it. So he's sitting in front of the mic, he's thinking about you and I'm gonna about us. So he keeps <laughs> playing the beat. And this I'm saying, I'm saying, I keep that. Telling the engineer, keep that. Then I'm like, ooh, say this line. I think it's a line that's, uh, it's uh, I'm not making this up to get you in this bed, in my bed, and that's the line. That's like the I told him to say that one, and I was. Where'd like, you learn that line in real life? It wasn't a line. It no. was just like I'm, we're singing the song, yeah. so I'm like double entendres, make yeah, up a bed, yeah. make this up, yeah, and then yeah. a bed, you make up a bed. I'm like, ooh, but people are gonna listen to the song. And gonna, <laughs> people are gonna listen to the song, and they're gonna be like, oh, I, oh wow, I didn't even get that. I didn't even understand that. But I'm like, yeah, like you know, we threw some shit in there, but <laughs> yeah, we get some so, allegories, some motifs. <laughs> So, so he wrote. So he, we ended up writing the song. Um, he changed some lyrics later of some stuff, but he made the whole song. And then I say, uh, probably like two weeks later, he sent me the full. He sent me the full song, but not with the drums on it yet. It just had the full lyrics and everything. I was like, oh yeah, that's fire. I, I love it. Blah blah. blah. And then. Um, I would say three months later, I want to say. <laughs> like, and then the thing about it is when we were doing this, he wasn't like, we're going to make this for Bieber and for his album. We were just making music. Like, it wasn't like I had no idea where this was going. Just a session. Just it's just a session. It's just okay. a music session. So you really don't know. And that's how producing works. You really never know unless you're, like, in the studio with the, the artist and you're like, okay, we're making this for this person. Just so, plays with Jay-Z or something Exactly. Like yeah. So, but we had no idea. Or I had no idea. Maybe he knew in the back of his head, but I had no idea. Um, and so he called me three months later. Um, he's calling me. He's like, hey, uh, I heard your, your house got broken into. I'm like, yeah, man, unfortunately. He's like, mine did too. I'm like, what, for real, where were you? He was like, I was out of town. I was like, I was out of town too, that's crazy. So we're talking about that, and we're like, dang, that's messed up, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And then at the end of the conversation, he's like, well, man, have a good day. Oh, you know, yeah, you made the album. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) talk about bad news first. (laughs) I was like, what? He was like, you made the album. I'm like, what? The Justin Bieber album? He's like, yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, I appreciate it, bro. That's crazy. All love. Appreciate you, blah, But what blah. was you thinking? Like, it you was made the weird, album, bro. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. when I heard the the news, I we were talking about my house getting robbed. Yeah, so did I'm you like, think it was Justin Bieber that robbed your house? You're like, what is it? It was a big Bieber robbed. <laughs> but it was just like, I was just like, what? like this is random, but this is amazing. Like, I'm gonna be on a Justin Bieber album. So I didn't. So right when I hung up with him, I called like. I called my manager, Alani. I called my business partner, Kez. And I think that's the only two people I told because I was like, I'm not about to jinx this. And be like, hey, guys, guess what, everybody? <laughs> and then he decides not to put it on the album or whatever. <laughs> so 
So uh, it officially, I officially knew what was happening when they like sent over the paperwork for like, um, like producer credit and all that stuff. Wow. And I was like, oh yeah, wow, it's getting real. And then I, I remember I was in the locker room. And I had to print out some. I don't have a printer. It's two twenty twenty. I don't yeah, know. I know. Hey, come on. <laughs> I don't know who's out on, here destroying the their environment. <laughs> um, the only NBA player with a printer in his locker. <laughs> <laughs> so <Is that> HP Spark. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to. I had to go like to the. I had, I had to go like to the upper. The, the what is it called? The people who work upstairs. I had to like. Yo, can y'all print this for me? I had to like <laughs> right. email it to them, and it was like the. The, you have to write your name, and you have yep. to—I forgot the name of it, what it what it exactly is—but it's like for, so you can get your producer credit and all that, and your percentages and everything. And I got the paper say Def Jam on it, and I'm like, man, this shit official. Like, <laughs> shit, <laughs> come real. on, you, didn't, you wasn't that cool, yeah, man. You was, I was like, I was, I was, I was, like, I was excited. And then like Cools is next to me, I was like, bro, look at this, bro. I got a, <laughs> I got a placement, Justin Bieber. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's crazy, right? He's like, yeah, it's dope. That's the only person on my team that I actually told. Um, but then the album came out and the song was out and then, and then I keep hearing people like people be messing me like this is my favorite song in the whole album. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. I'm like that's I'm like that's dope. There's that's people dope. that are saying it might be the next single. You know, you I hope. Know. I hope so. I hope so. Because then we get even more. Exactly. All right. So the old man's got to tell you the story when I first heard <laughs> okay. the song. Right. Okay. The song available. Yes. When I heard the song, I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, wow. Like I've always known you've had this interest and. That's incredible. But when I first heard the song, the agent in me said the following. Did he make a song for free agency? <laughs> <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> I'm available. Hey, I mean, hey, I had a moment. I was hey, like, mine. Now, that's a real theme. That's a real theme. <laughs> like, Is this our song for free agency? You know? That's mind-blowing for uh, real. No, that was... And when I heard the song, you know, I'm just so happy for you. Appreciate that's it. an incredible story. You know, that's an incredible achievement. And now we have to ask, what's next? More music, man, more placements. I immediately, I was like, I, I hit all my homies, all my producer homies, all my rapper friends, singer friends, songwriters. I'm like, yo, I just got this Bieber placement. Mm -hmm. Let's keep this momentum going. Like, let's put some shit out. Like, let's do it. Cause that's how it goes. Like, and I've always watched like artists like, Two Chains and Roddy Rich and artists like that. Like, if you think about Roddy Rich, he put out his first song and it, it was fire, but he wasn't like, okay, I'm gonna gotta hit sing on my chill. He kept putting out more fire and more fire and more fire. So I'm like, I gotta do the same. I just gotta keep putting music out. Yeah, Two Chains was Titty Boy once upon a time. He sure was. <laughs> he sure was. <laughs> Look at you. Look just at kept climbing. That's yeah, all I gotta facts. do. You gotta keep climbing. Kept putting music out. Yeah, we gotta keep. Uh, we gotta keep it 100 here and talk about like there used to be a perception that if a basketball player was doing something else, it's distracting them yeah. from the game of basketball. And it seems like at least hopefully in the ether, it's changing a little bit. Welcome so to like 2020. <laughs> Where they're like, if you're a basketball player, both. bro, okay, all right, here's a story. You yes. ready? Yeah, perfect. So all these guys, all these NBA players using <laughs> YouTube and shit. Oh, I'm a, I'm a YouTuber and I do, I've been, I was doing this my rookie year in the league. Facts. 2008. Facts. 2008. Yes. Or the Wizards. 12 years ago. I'm posting my own videos, buying my own equipment, mm -hmm. editing my own videos, posting it on YouTube. And the guys are like, or in the upper office is like, Focus on basketball. Like, what are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. you worried about the wrong things. And I get it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You need to worry about basketball. I totally understand that. But now I get what had happened. I got to the Warriors, mm -hmm. and they're like, 
you need to post more on your social media and more, con- <laughs> <laughs> more content. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're in tech man. And, like, and the agent was like, I, oh, no. I like, 10 years too early? Oh, my goodness. Javel, have you heard of TikTok? <laughs> I'm like, what are you? This is crazy. But it's just, I mean, it's, it's just the way the world is moving. And they want everybody to be able to do everything. They don't want everybody to be stagnant and mm-hmm. just stick to one thing because they know, like, the average basketball player's career is only three to four four years or NBA players two three to four years so they like get all the strings of revenue you can while you can yeah when you have that visibility mm-hmm. it matters Javel, would you, in addition to the music share with us about movies your behind the scenes and all of the things that you're because you have so many interests right yeah. and how did this start where did this all come from um anxiety that's where it <laughs> came from just like not, most creatives. Like, yeah. For real. Just not wanting to not do anything. Like, I just always wanted to put my hand in something and, and make money from everything I can. Um, I've, I've produced, I've, I've co-produced a movie. I've, uh, I've, I invest. Uh, uh, what else? Sometimes I forget what, what I did. <laughs> I know you got real estate. Real you estate, got- yeah. It's just a lot... But this is just from learning from your OGs, from older players. They always tell you, like, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta invest diversify. in real estate. You gotta diversify, exactly. And uh, that's all I've been really doing is uh, just trying to make the right investments, um, stay out the way, and, and keep a positive mindset, and just put my put put my energy in the right places. Absolutely, and I mean, if you see the success, like on the court, you know, we talk about the championships, obviously being up there with the Warriors, but. That whole team, there's a bunch of guys up there that were like you that were smart enough to, like, a Clay Thompson who's over sure. in China or Stephen Curry who's got the Under Armour mm-hmm. stuff or Kevin Durant who's investing exactly. in tech. And being a part of that also, like, yeah. especially, like, I would say Andre Iguodala, Andre he really Iguodala. opened my eyes to, like, right. investments and even relationships. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really, before I got to the Warriors, I wasn't really, like, a talkative person. Like, I can talk. I'm, I have great conversations. <laughs> but if I don't know you, I'm not really, like, trying to talk to you at all. And he, he really, like, w- used to tell me, like, you got to get out of that, like, like you got to talk to people. Like, you never know who's who. Like, especially in the Bay. In the Bay, you'll see a guy in some dirty sketchers and some jean shorts. <laughs> and you're like, there's Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He'll be worth $30 billion. And you'll be like, oh, did I? What? I could have said hi at least. Like, what was I doing? So after going to the Warriors, like, I say hi to everybody. I don't, I, I don't care. Here it is. I, I try not to be rude to nobody because I'm like, you never know who you're – who you're meeting or who who's saying hi or what impression you have on people, especially as, as a celebrity. Like, and I never, ever looked at myself as a celebrity, even though I am one, but I never looked at myself like that. So sometimes I, I take for granted, like, what my impact on people, like, what I say to people really is. And I never want to leave somebody with, like, a bad impression or, like, I don't like him or mm-hmm. something like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like, everybody can't like you. But just intentionally saying something or doing something where – I throw off someone's energy. I don't like doing that. Yeah, you're like, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. But it makes sense that you're thriving in L.A. because if you have that charisma or that personality, this yeah. is the place for it. This and is the place. Here in New York. You know what I mean? It's this one, is it's the place one of the for two. It, for sure. Um, so we appreciate you, JaVale, coming on with us. Uh, we appreciate learning about the background of, of everything. But we also have to mention a little bit of basketball stuff before we let you go. Quickly. Big men now, everyone wants to be a small forward. When you went Man. to Nevada, you have to remind people that you were supposed to play small Shooting forward. Shooting at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to point that out. Oh JaVale McGee, goodness. you were the first person I saw that. I was like, I think he should be the small forward. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's, it's and a that's crazy. Facts. He was it's way crazy, ahead of his way time. Ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time. Way in multiple aspects. <laughs> I was I was I was ahead of my time in Maybe the YouTube Pierre era. Maybe Pierre Pioneer should be the full that's, name. That's, that's the last saying, name, man. I was ahead of my time in the YouTube era, and I was ahead of my time of a big who wanted to shoot. Like yes. when I was in college, I shot threes, jumpers, like. All that, like I, off the dribble, everything. But when I got to the NBA, they told me, it's like, yo, run the floor, block shots, and rebound. You can be like Ben Wallace and make a lot of money. So being the naive kid I am, I'm like, cool, I'm gonna just do what the coach say. I'm gonna just, you know what I'm saying? So and that was that was a backfire. And I was like, oh, but now kids coming here, they're like, you don't shoot the three? Um, you're 7'2", you don't shoot the three, what are you doing? Everybody's shooting the three. And it's like once you get a stamp that you can't shoot or you can't do this or that, then it's just that for sure. But I was definitely, I feel like, ahead of my time because I, I, mean, I shot 38% from the three. I was going to say, for people that didn't watch you in Nevada, right. go back and watch the tape. Uh, oh, another another thing. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're yeah, here. check the tape. So if you look at my, I feel like I got myself drafted where I got myself drafted by myself just because, not 18th by myself, overall. 18th. Yeah. I feel like my draft pick went higher because – when I was in college, there was no film of me at all, like anywhere. And this is when YouTube was just starting. Yeah. So I went to my coaches and I was like, yo, can you give me all my highlights and all my games and everything? And this was CD times. So I had a, I had a, like a HP computer. I took all the CDs, every CD, I edited them. I took out all my highlight, uh, all my highlights. <laughs> I put music put behind it. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so the producer was and already I, there. And I made my own Ballers Life tape, basically, and put it on YouTube. And if you Can look we at see it, that? Can we it's go still there, that? but yeah. you can't, like, it's so old and so grainy, you can't even watch it, like, on your phone. You have to watch it on a computer. Like, that's how old You got to change is. the resolution at the bottom. <laughs> I got to change from SD to HD, but it won't even go HD. Like, it was so, I promise you, I edited it, put the music behind it, and I put it out, and then my my draft stock went up after I put my own highlight tape up. So you were, like, the original Giannis. This is, like, kind of what happened with Giannis. They, like, got a tape together. He was, like, playing against eighth grade kids, it looked like. They just, like, put it out. They are like, we got drafted. This kid. Facts. So again, another pioneer moment for developing. Young McGee. pioneer. That's the name. <laughs> is that it? is that it? Pierre the pioneer. There Pierre the pioneer. That's the full name. name. That's the full. Can name. we see the? Can we see the the tattoo? The original tattoo. The original. Yes, the, the original mustache, yes. mustache tattoo. That, that, yes, indeed. This is before I had a mustache too, so it made more sense at the time. Well, now it's a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hat on a hat. Now people would be like, "Why would you get a mustache tattoo when you have a mustache?" I'm like. This is a tattoo that's been here for a while. <laughs> I, when I, I first saw that tattoo, I thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> it is. Uh, funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, man, it's good. Well, we appreciate you, DeVell, and uh, we sure. hope to have you back on the show, man. Congrats on everything. Thank you. Appreciate it. Congrats on the show. Uh.